Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Okay, so Greta Thunberg is the name that I think we've come to know. She is about 16. She turns 17 in Jan. And she has been fierce. So she started off uh, about a year ago in August where she stopped going to school on Fridays, camping out outside the Swedish government, just really demanding attention. What I think was commendable is how the government treated her, her camping outside. She camped out there for about two months or so every single Friday where she she was camping outside trying to demand attention. And it became a hashtag. It became a movement. And suddenly... Two million children around the world were doing the same thing. They were protesting every single Friday to get the attention of the officials to talk about what climate change, the biggest thing that impacts all of us at the moment. So Time magazine decided she definitely is the person to give this title to. It had originally been called... Time Magazine Man of the Year. So you see how much things have changed. It was back in 1927. And obviously things have evolved now. But she is currently the youngest person holding the title of Time Magazine, youngest person of the year. Climate change and energy campaigner for Greenpeace. Joins us now on the line, Bugelo Anzimande. Good afternoon and thank you so much, Bugelo. What does this mean for climate change as a whole? Thanks for having me, Pamelo. Um you know, when you speak of, of, of Greta and how she has basically pioneered or inspired um, a united global movement, you know, climate change or the climate crisis has, has, has been an issue that has been known for a while. But for it to be at, at the scale that it's at and for really the youth mobilizing, you know, as a united and deep inspiring force, Specifically in 2019, and like you rightfully said, um, a year ago, Greta was literally only striking by herself. Mm. Um, and this year, because like you, like you rightfully mentioned, with the government responding in a way that hadn't been seen before, specifically to the youngsters. And again, the role that media played in making sure that his story is seen and it's heard. And I mean, in the age of social media, it was easy for people to see that, hey, here's a child who's saying that, you know, there's a future that adults are basically, we are the ones who should be making the decisions, but we're not making them. And we're demanding um, for the people that are sent to parliament, our heads of state, to make those clear and decisive actions and secure their future. So really, for the first time in, in a while, you know, climate change is literally at the tip of everyone's tongue. Everyone's tongue, and uh, particularly, like you also mentioned, that we are seeing the impact, um, the flags, and just the the disastrous impact that climate change is, is going to wreak on on our communities, especially the vulnerable. We're seeing it not only in the global north, we're seeing it in the global south, and even in our whole in our own backyards in South Africa with floods and, 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 you know, things that we have never imagined before. So it's really heightened and highlighted that climate change is a, is a crisis. It's actually a climate crisis and everybody needs to listen and pay attention. She obviously mobilized a lot of young people around the world. She got us all talking. But then there was this. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet... You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. 
People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight. You say you hear us and that you understand the urgency. But no matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil and that I refuse to believe. Now that obviously is the voice of Greta Thunberg, who is now named Time Magazine Person of the Year, climate change activist. Bukelo, I mean, in Zamande, uh, she joins us on the line as a climate and energy campaigner for Greenpeace. Hearing that piece now one more time, I think it sits differently mm. to the first time when we were hearing it. And of course, as expected, it rubbed leaders up the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Pamela, it's expected because basically what she's highlighting is that the science has been clear for the longest time. But also it's just the emotion that, that is carried in that, where for the longest time, children had not been given a platform to be these emotive beings who's basically understanding that the mess that is being created now by the people who are supposed to be making decisions that are taking us in a different tra- trajectory to what where we're going now are not. They're making it a political issue and they're bringing all these other issues when actually the problem is clear. The solutions are known and it's really just a matter of political will because it's really like we're pushing and we're bulldozing um, past planetary boundaries, boundaries and tipping points. We're exceeding those at like unprecedented rates. And what she is calling for, specifically from the mouth of a young person, is saying, this devastation, you see it as devastation now. We are the ones who are going to have to deal with that at even greater magnitude. So it's definitely inspiring, but also it's invoking action and it's speaking the language that, you know, our leaders um, understand and that they actually have to take action. And, and as I said, you know, she was rubbing leaders up the wrong way. The the president of Brazil called her a brat. Uh, Donald Trump said, well, nice child, but a little bit misinformed and so on. So there was scathing at her. She then spoke at COP25 this year. Change mm. of tone there. Was that deliberate? I mean, far more calmer, far more measured. Was that a deliberate uh, attempt? Because one also wants the leaders to take note. Yeah, and firstly, I mean, I just want to speak to what she's saying about rubbing leaders the wrong mm-hmm. way, is that when when people, uh, especially like, you know, these are grown adults, yeah. when they feel like they need to throw their weight around and bully a little child, you know that she's stepping on big, mm-hmm. on, on, on people's toes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not just a speech then, you know, it's completely shaking the foundations of, of, of society as we know it. And I think even this year, her speech... In, in my mind, it was delivered at the very like right level, mm-hmm. and also the fact that it wasn't just her; she was joined yes. by other young leaders. She also opened up a space for others to come and say, "Hey, it's not just me. There was a movement around me, you know." And um, 
all of us need to be to be listened to. And I think even the response from his speech this year at, at COP25 has sparked similar, similar outrage, you know, because the bread comment is exactly what came from this year. So the language hasn't changed, maybe the tone and the emotion behind, but the language has been consistent, which is actually remarkable and commendable, considering the bullying that she's actually had to take from grown, from adults really, where you're expecting them to be, to be better and to do better. There was a sense, some were saying, that not much of her, of her session was attended by the right people. People were sort of in sitting in other sessions and so on. Is this momentum going to keep up? How are we going to keep up momentum? on this kind of attention that climate change is facing at the moment? Yeah, Pamela, you know, my, 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 my hopes really, um, I mean, I, I sit as a, as a, as a climate, um, you know, I'm an activist myself, and there's a movement that's really been highlighted. And when you're comparing last year to this year, there's a significant difference. And really, we've seen a change where, um, not for the first time, but actually uh, more remarkably this past year, mm-hmm. Um, these kind of of moves or acts of activism have basically inspired a change in the political arena. And the fact that that has happened, and I think the movement is really going to go from strength to strength from here. And also, it's not just now, we can't label climate change or the climate crisis an environmental issue because it's these small things that are highlighting that it's, it's a social justice issue. They are people People are the faces of this, of this crisis that we're yeah. talking about, and I think it's going to get bigger um, uh, in my mind. So, so you're right about the one thing. There is a lot that has changed. A, a year ago, things were very different. We were speaking less about it. But also, most importantly, there you, there's a sense now that there is media buy-in, which is a big, big thing. What else Absolutely. needs to happen? What, what's the next big thing that needs to happen for us to get on the same page around climate change? Really, for, for us not to be disheartened. I mean, when you're looking at people who've been in the space for the longest time, that it's moments like this. And like you rightfully say, there's a role that media has to play in making sure that these stories are highlighted and the right language is being used, you know, language that people can actually understand in their own localities, even in South Africa, that we're bringing more people to these discussions. They don't only sit at the United Nations or in boardrooms, but actually the radio stations, these kind of conversations in different languages, you know, where people can actually relate to that. That's the first thing. The second thing is really for people to recognize that they have a power in in, in them addressing and going up to governments and saying, hey, you have a mandate you need to be accountable to that. You know, our governments are good at signing deals and signing up to, like, ratifying even the Paris Agreement, for example, but nobody is calling them out and saying, yes, we've agreed to this, how is that going to play out? So it's really, it's also showcasing that there is a power that sits with us and we we actually have the power to call our governments to account and to actually stick to the plans that they, 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 they sign up to. Climate and Energy Campaigner for Greenpeace Africa. Thank you very much for the time. This is on the back of Greta Thunberg being named Time Magazine's Person of the Year at 16.